BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We have a number of reports from countries who are doing very detailed contact tracing. They're following asymptomatic cases, they're following contacts, and they're not finding secondary transmission onward. It's very rare. We are constantly looking at this data, and we're trying to get more information from countries to truly answer this question. It still appears to be rare that an asymptomatic individual actually transmits onward. As the kids say, wait, what? That was a WHO doctor saying, uh, if you got no symptoms, it's very, very rare to, to give anybody else the disease, which is one of the you know basic ideas behind the giant shutdown after we stopped flattening the curve and just became obsessed with avoiding cases. Anyway, to discuss that and uh, many other related topics, please welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, the most uh, terrific, Lon He J. Chen. Uh, David and Diane Steffi, fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution. Lon He, how are you, sir? Hey, Jill. I'm well. Good to talk to you. Likewise. Yeah, thanks for coming on today. Uh, listen, I think we're all a, a little too very, very frustrated, depending on the impacts in our lives, with these county and state health officials who have been granted dictatorial powers during an alleged emergency. Your take? Huh. Where do we start? I mean, my, my favorite is the is the amount of what seems to be completely arbitrary rulemaking, right? Oh, so, yeah. Contra, you know, Contra Costa County, which is not that far from where you are, not that far from where I am, 
they have a rule that basically says you can get 12 people together in your backyard for a social gathering as long as it's the same 12 people, what they call a stable group, or you can have a protest of up to 100. (laughs) Now, tell me how that makes any sense. Tell me how that makes any sense at all. I mean, this is what frustrates people. It's not that people don't want to listen. It's not that people have a natural inclination to want to disrespect authority. It's that people don't like the fact that there is no consistency, and there's just rampant hypocrisy amongst these public health officials. That's why people are upset. Well, Jack, if he were here, would bring up the fact that, and we've seen this in county after county, you know, barber shops can open on Wednesday. Then restaurants on Friday, but you you rotten bastards fixing lawnmowers or whatever, you gotta wait till next Tuesday. And it's just it's arbitrary and ridiculous. And and it seems to be entirely independent of uh how many uh, hospitalizations and deaths are in a particular area. Yeah, and it's you know, I think it's just this sort of notion that the government's going to decide what is acceptable and unacceptable activity without any reference point that seems anywhere close to something that's, that, that looks like science. I think that's what frustrates people is the sense that, okay, you know, it, it's one thing if government said, look, we have a reasonable explanation for why you can only get a haircut on Tuesdays and why you can only fix your car on Thursdays. But that's not even the case. They're not even pretending to have an explanation as to why things are acceptable one day or another. They're just saying, look, it's because we say so. I mean, they are like, you know, how parents respond to small children. We're being treated like toddlers. Right. And I think that's why that, that's why there's frustration. I would agree. You're just supposed to shut up and take it. And speaking of parenting or coaching or uh, teaching or, or training a dog, you quickly understand, okay, if I let them get away with this or if I nip it in the butt or whatever, that has impact going down the line. And with the protest thing, I think it's an excellent example. Getting together and shouting and chanting in fairly tight bunches is obviously the sort of thing that's going to spread the COVID, but they don't dare shut it down. So so you earn the right to associate with other human beings by being militant or angry or something like that as opposed to an appeal to logic. I, you're going to get more of that. I mean, these poor nail salon gals and the hairdressers and, and the rest of it, they've got to get militant and angry, and then presumably they'll be allowed to open? Well, and I'll tell you, the people that uh, these public health officials ultimately hurt in the long run is themselves. They hurt their own credibility because what happens is the next time we, you know, we, we, let's say we do have a, a spike in COVID cases as we go down the line for whatever reason. And, you know, they're going to be yelling and screaming about staying at home and sheltering in place. And people, understandably, are going to be skeptical. They're going to say, look, you know what? When the time came to reopen and to reopen reasonably, uh, you made these arbitrary distinctions. You don't seem to have science to explain, for example, this distinction that the WHO is now talking about between asymptomatic carriers and non-symptomatic carriers. That, that apparently, by the way, is the distinction. There's a difference between people who are asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic. Right. All right, whatever it all means. The point is people are going to look at this and say, you know what, it's a bunch of hogwash because what we, what we were shown was when the chips were down and you had to make a decision that apparently said, we're going to preference public health over politics, you chose politics. You basically said, I'm not going to criticize protesters because politically it better aligns with what I believe. Right. And, and people just aren't going to listen to you anymore. Yeah. Well, I think that is the message, and it's been sent loud and clear. Now, you're a public policy guy. 
Uh, I'm I'm looking at my own county here. I got a, a county by county, state by state map, which is very interesting. And uh, there have been no deaths in in many weeks now. It says last 14 days, but I think it's nine or ten weeks. There are a total of six people hospitalized in my entire county, which is vast uh, geographically and has lots and lots of people in it. Um, but we're still observing all sorts of strange and inexplicable limitations. You can't rake a sand trap on a golf course, even though the CDC right. said a week, week and a half ago that uh, surface um, the transmission is, is very rare and unlikely. So as a public policy guy, Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution and Stanford University, um, is the problem that we said, okay, governors, go ahead and declare an emergency, but there's no sunset to it, there's no limit to it, there's no defining of the emergency, because it's it's not been about flattening the curve for many, many, many weeks. So it's, how can we not do this so badly next time? Well, you know, I think, I think there's a couple of things, Joe. I think we have to demand that our policymakers give us answers in terms of why they're doing what, what they're doing. You know, I, I think to a certain degree, we were all so concerned about this virus at the start that we just sort of said, okay, we trust you. Well, it's pretty clear now that, uh, that they have not earned our trust in a way that, that, that suggests we should just give them a blank check. So I think we have to ask questions. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, I bet you're technically still under a shelter-in-place order as am I, technically. But one of the things that really bothers me is that there's no uh, basis for these things now. There's no basis for why things are doing, why people are doing what they're doing. And so in my mind, the way we avoid this going forward uh, is not only by demanding answers, but basically saying, okay, look, if you public official have not been responsible and accountable, we're going to make an effort to vote you out of office when the time comes. Because ultimately, these public health people, they're answerable to county supervisors. They're answerable to mayors. And if these mayors and county supervisors aren't doing their jobs, they don't deserve to be in office. Well, and you just can't give executive power and sweeping executive power to somebody who has only one concern, and that's the health of the people in their county, the county health people or the state health people. But life's a lot more complicated than that. And our elected officials are supposed to take in those complexities. Right. They, they hand it off to one committee chairman, in effect. Right. They're supposed to weigh what the public health people say against the economic realities on the ground. The fact that people are skipping visits to the hospital or to the health care provider because they're concerned or because limits are in place. They're skipping economic activity because they're told they can't do it because it's not safe. And people's livelihoods are at stake. You know, kids aren't going to school. I saw some data the other day that says kids are falling behind, particularly the third and fourth grade level, just because of the last couple months they've spent out of school. Right. And these are the kind of costs that have to be weighed. And if you don't weigh them, you end up with arbitrary policy that, frankly, not a whole lot of people like. Right. Not to mention the anxiety and depression that the kids are feeling. Lonnie, I'm afraid we're out of time, uh, but really enjoy the conversation. Thought-provoking Lonnie Chen of the uh, Hoover Institution, Stanford University. Great to talk to you. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Joe. And as Lon, he pointed out quite aptly, not only are the, the public health people obsessed with health, they became obsessed with a particular part of health, which is the Chinese bat fever, and we're forgetting preventative care and, and necessary procedures and, and the rest of it. It's just, it's an example of really, really bad governance. Armstrong and Getty.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.